Hi, I'm Azriel, and you have made it to my show. Welcome. I'm excited to have you here and talk about whatever we're going to talk about today. My only request is that you don't request a twin flame reading because I don't do those, okay? Like, I don't do those. I don't do those. Otherwise, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine of the Asriel Seer podcast. This week, I want to discuss Saturn return. But before that, I want to inform anyone who isn't following me outside of this podcast to go to asrielseer.com or at asrielseer on Instagram and Twitter for the uh, explanation of this week's guidance pool, which was the moon in reverse. Yikes, guys. Um, I also wanted to encourage anyone who resonates with the information that I share to join our tribe and follow on Instagram or Twitter for the weekly guidance pools for the astrological update, second site development posts, and everything else that I do. We'd love to have you join us. So here it is. Saturn return. In our lifetimes, we experience two brackets of time in which it seems as though it's a combination of positive abundance or an uphill battle for your well-being, your sanity, and your heart, your emotions. It's just chaos. One title that has evolved in description of early adulthood into more seasoned years is the rude awakening. And a very common title for the second bracket of time is commonly referred to as crisis of mortality. What these periods of time are in actuality is Saturn return. We know from the study of natal charts, and pause for a moment, if you don't know what that is, you should listen to episode one of this podcast or Google it. We know from the study of natal charts that the planets are aligned in very specific positions in the universe on the day, um, the time, and the location of our births. That creates the blueprints of who we are. We also know from astrology that the moon and the planets all follow different lengths of orbit, which affect us on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, as well as yearly or over a series of years. Saturn is the planet of lessons, of judgment, of karma. He is our toughest teacher. It takes around 29 and a half years for him to complete his orbit back to where it was at the time of our birth. So, from our late 20s to early 30s, and again in our late 50s to early 60s, we experience a time of judgment. This is a time of reflection of all you have done, good or bad, and all you have achieved or haven't achieved. Saturn forces us to be aware of our gifts and of our shortcomings. He illuminates our strengths, our weaknesses, our talents, our good doings, and where we lack an accomplishment and how we have wronged others. We receive karmic praise and 
tokens of approval from Saturn, which come in the form of luck, uh, good fortune, opportunity for what we have achieved and all of the good that we have done in life up to that point. And we also pay karmic debt for all of the wrong we have done to others by our words and our actions, as well as all the wrong we have done to ourselves in the form of self-sabotage, fear, arrogance, jealousy, narcissism, selfishness, infidelity, etc. Our first Saturn return is usually the most intense and unfortunately, Many people don't know anything about it, so they can't understand why all of these things, good and bad, are happening. And so then how would they know to either continue doing the things that Saturn is praising them for or cut out the shit that he's making them pay karmically? A common misconception about Saturn return is that we only feel the effects of him in our 29th and 30th year. And this just simply is not true. Consider it like when the planets go retrograde. There is a shadow period that both precedes and follows the actual time of a planet being in retrograde. The behavior and effects of us, when Saturn returns to the position that he was in at the time of our birth, are very much the same as the behavior and effects of retrograde. So in our late 20s, we feel Saturn coming. We already are presented with his judgments or his assessments of us. So from there, depending on how well or how poorly we have done in our lives up to that point, we can feel excitement and optimism about life and what's to follow, or fear and anxiety. If you're sensitive, if you're intuitive, if you have come into this world with a heightened heightened sense, you can feel Saturn present in your life for longer than the average three years. For example, I started feeling the effects of my Saturn return when I was 27. And from 27 till part, I'd say the, the first half of my 33rd year, I was hit with most of the challenges and the heartbreak and the tough lessons that I hadn't yet learned up to that point. And now, at 33, I'm receiving an abundance of praise and offerings of approval for all that I have done right and all that I have learned from Saturn. Very much enjoying this time. (laughs) I have a short story to share before I wrap this up. I have a friend named Aaron who had died of complications in the OR. This was several years ago now. He was pronounced dead. They pulled the sheet over his head. And a few minutes later, with no forced assistance from medical staff, 
his spirit resumed its position in his body and he started breathing again. Yes, he's alive right now. (laughs) Making magic happen. Since the experience that he shared with me in the time of his death and rebirth, he's maintained a very unique perspective on life, on stress, on manifesting and accomplishments, you know, things like personal magic and power. And he shared something with me several years ago that has stuck. And I want to share it with you because I feel like things like retrograde and Saturn return and, you know, the, the, the pull and effect of the planets on us physically and emotionally and mentally and just as a whole life frame, it can be overwhelming. The thought of it can, you can feel like helpless to these things and A, you're not. You just need to pay attention. You need to learn. You need to study. You need to understand and then you can work with them. Again, as I've said before, you cannot force the planets to do anything you will lose that battle. So, what he shared with me is that we are able to achieve a level of independence from the pull of the moon and the planets where we are no longer affected by them. Study the planets Understand their personalities and how they affect you. It's going to be different from every, for everybody. Because we're all different blueprints, we're all different souls, all different people. Meditate daily and open your mind and your second sight to the otherwise unknowns of the universe. Respect and tend to your body, both in nourishment, in physical activity, and mental strengthening and in sexual activities. Certainly, you need a healthy balance in all of these things. We need to constantly, all of us, be learning and elevating ourselves higher and higher and know that your efforts and hard work can result in your soul's independence As always, you guys, I thank you so much for your time. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. There's a little button you can applaud me. I would love to to know that I'm doing an okay job. For any questions, comments, or topic requests, contact me by email at info at asrealseer.com or on Instagram or Twitter at asrealseer. Until next week, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Namaste.